Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey, hey, how you doing, guys? Today is, I, I, this is kind of screwing me up, because last week, today's Whiteboard Wednesday, by the way, and uh, last week, if you recall, um, I had all the, all the, the lettering on the, on, the, on the whiteboard all backwards, so I figured it out. Uh, just so you guys know, if you ever want to know, it's it's the little magic wand that's at the bottom of your live. You're going to click on that, and then there's like a little tool icon. You click on that, and you can flip it around. So anyway, hopefully you can see this properly now. And uh, what I wanted to talk to you about, you guys remember last week, remember when I talked to you about the pyramid of, uh, you know, the lending pyramid, where you qualify and all that kind of thing, as far as whether you go to a bank, a mono line, a credit union, alternative lender, or uh, mortgage investment corporations, or um, I sound like Donald Trump, I'm slurring my words, or uh, uh, private lenders. So you guys remember that, I think. Anyway, I wanted to talk to you today because I told you last week that I would talk a little bit about the difference between banks and mono lines. You know, there's, there's a dirty little secret that goes on in the banking world that they really don't want us to know. And I'm gonna explain it to you today. And basically what it is, is it's, I'm gonna to explain to you the difference between banks and monolines. And the biggest thing more than anything else that I want you to know, I'm looking for my, my marker here, um, is wherever my marker happens, I'll use the blue one. So uh, the biggest thing that I want you to know is one of the things that, that banks do differently than monolines, it's it's basically the way they calculate their mortgage penalties. Now, if you're pro you're probably wondering, well, why am I concerned about mortgage penalties? Uh, because I, I'm going to get a five-year mortgage. I'm going to stay in it. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving anywhere. Um, why am I concerned about my mortgage penalties? Well, I, you should be concerned about your mortgage penalties because according to the Mortgage, uh, uh, mortgage Pros Canada, Mortgage Professionals Canada, the average mortgage uh, has a life of 38 months. I believe it's 38 months. That's the last time I checked, it was about 38 months. That's a five-year mortgage. So that's a 60-month mortgage, has an average life of 38 months. 70% of mortgages break before the five-year anniversary. All kinds of different reasons why that happens. Uh, that could happen job transfers, deaths, marriage breakups, uh, you know, debt issues, all of that kind of stuff. You never know what's gonna happen in your life. But here's what they know, 70% of the mortgages are going to break before their five-year anniversary. So what, with that in mind, uh, let's, let's take a look at the difference between how banks calculate a penalty and how monolines calculate a penalty. And this is probably why it's so important to deal with a mortgage broker as opposed to directly with a bank. Now, mortgage brokers deal with banks as well, okay? But we want to make perfectly clear, and we want you to be perfectly clear on this particular exercise that we're going to show you, okay? So I've got some notes here that I'm going to refer to, and I'm probably gonna do some, some uh, erasing and that sort of thing, but I want you to see it. Let's take a look at, let's say you've got a $300,000 mortgage. Uh, let's say you took it up three years ago. The average mortgage, I said, is five years. It breaks in, in 38 months, let's say three years, just for the sake of, of calculating the years. So three years in, these two people, two individuals, they get a mortgage for 300000 At that particular time, 
they got a, they got a rate of 2.99% from the mono line. They got a rate of 2.99% from the bank. It's basically, so far we're on the same playing field, correct? Now, the difference is, is banks deal with posted rates that are discounted. Mono lines don't deal with posted rates. Their rates that they charge are their posted rates. That's their rate. They already deal in discounted rates, okay? So in order for the bank to come up with this calculation, what they do is they take their posted rate, let's say of three years ago, 4.79%, they gave you a 1.75% discount to give you that 2.99 rate. So far, the same rate as you got from the monoline, correct? Right. Now, the difference is, now you want to break this mortgage. So that means you got two years left to go on this puppy, right? Here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna go into the bank, and the current rate of today's mortgage is 3.74%. Let me get on the fat part here. 3.74% for a three-year mortgage. That's, that's the current rate, okay? And what's gonna happen is in order to get out of the mortgage that you're in, they're gonna take that, that two-year rate, okay? And they're going to take off the 1.75% that you were discounted originally, which gives us a difference of 1.99%, okay? You see that so far? So now that's the difference that is between the two-year and the discounted rate, all right? So that means that the difference, uh, I'm sorry, I'm doing this wrong. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it wrong. That means that they're gonna take that 1.99, they're gonna calculate it by two years, okay? And they're gonna multiply it by your balance and they're going, you're looking at a penalty to get out of that mortgage of $11,940 to get out of that mortgage from the bank. Okay, you follow me so far? That's how they call that's how they calculated your penalty. If we go over to a mono line, if the mono line lender would have obviously uh, a discounted rate of 2.69%, okay? And then what they would do is they would dis, they would t uh, take off the 2.99 which would basically leave a difference of 0.3%. Okay? 0.3 of a percent, 0.3. Now, the way penalties are calculated are is that they are either an interest rate differential, like this is here, or a three-month penalty, the greater of the two. If we were to do the math on this, the difference would be $1,800, okay? That's the penalty. But remember, it's the greater of the two. So a three-month penalty on that would be 2242. Okay, that would be the penalty to get out of the mono lines rate or mono lines mortgage. So that means by simply doing this, you would save yourself $9,697.50. That's a lot of money, folks. Now, here's one thing that I want you to know is the banks know that there's a 70% chance that this is going to happen to you. So that's why they do it this way. So if you really love your bank, okay, because we get people all the time, I'd like to deal with my bank. Well, it's not your bank. 
Your bank belongs to the shareholders. You're the customer of the bank. And this is what they do to the customers of their bank. Okay, it's this right here. They take $9,697 out of your pocket if you want to cash out that mortgage. Okay, where if you go with a mono line, the penalty would be $2,242. That's a big, big difference. So, you know, when you're looking, sometimes we get people come in and they get offered a 2.99% rate from the bank. Remember, they're, this is their posted rate. Sometimes they'll even go a little higher, okay? And then you come into the bank and they say, you know, a mortgage broker offered me 2.99. Sometimes they'll come around and say, you know what? Don't worry about the mortgage broker. We'll give you 2.9, okay? And you think you're just laughing all the way to the bank. They, somebody's laughing all the way to the bank, but it's not you. It's the bank because now the discount is even greater, which is even going to increase your penalty. Do you get it? This is, this is the problem here. So we always encourage our customers to try and stick with a monoline lender as opposed to a bank. Is that always a good solution? No, it's not because sometimes the monolines just don't fit a particular borrower. But in this particular case, you can see the difference of dealing with a bank compared to a monoline lender. Now, there's one other thing that I want you to know about the difference between dealing with monolines and dealing with a bank, okay? And it's the way they register their mortgages. Shouldn't have erased that, let me see here. So a bank, when they register a mortgage, and I'm gonna use very simple numbers so I can calculate it in my head, okay? They register their mortgage under what's called a collateral charge mortgage, okay? A monoline registers their mortgages in what's called a regular charge mortgage, okay? Here's the difference. If we take a property that's worth $100,000 and we get, or we get a mortgage that's $100,000, that means that on, on a, let's say on a $125,000 house, again, this is low numbers so my brain can calculate this for you, okay? So if you go to a bank and you register that $100,000 mortgage, they're always gonna keep the charge on your mortgage at 100,000. Or sometimes they'll even register it right up to 125, okay? That's the charge that sticks on your mortgage. When you go to a monoline lender and you get that $100,000 mortgage, that is a regular charge. So that means nothing beyond that will ever get charged, will ever get registered. Here's the difference of where that makes, where that makes a difference. Number one, a regular charge mortgage, when it comes to its maturity, you can switch out to any other lender and not have to pay any legal fees. That is if you don't change the structure of the loan, okay? If you do change the structure of the loan, it's a refi, it's an even playing field, it doesn't matter. But when you go to a bank and they have a collateral charge mortgage on your house, that means that you cannot switch your mortgage. It will be considered a refinance. So you're gonna have to pay legal fees all over again to get out of this mortgage, okay? The other problem with a collateral charge mortgage is their, their registered amount registered against your house is greater than what you actually borrowed. It's actually greater than what you borrowed. So that means if you ever want to get secondary financing in behind the bank, you can't do it because they've encumbered the value of the house. 
So they've almost taken over the ownership of your house. A regular charge mortgage doesn't do that. And you can register whatever you want in behind it, okay? Now sometimes people say, well, that's fine. Why do I care? I'm just gonna go back to the bank and borrow money if I need it. And that makes sense. And in a perfect world, if everything works out, that's great. But guess what? We don't live in a perfect world. So if you go to a bank and you got your car loan there and you got your credit cards there and you got your RSP loan there, on a collateral charge mortgage, they have everything. So if you by chance miss a payment on your car loan, it's a default on your mortgage. If you miss a credit card payment, it's a default on their mortgage. And that means that you've put all of your cookies in the same jar, all right? It causes a problem. This is why I'm not a believer of having all of those instruments in the same institution. The bank controls too much of you. You don't want that to happen, all right? With a monoline, monolines don't deal in lines of credit. They don't deal in, in credit cards or car loans. So you don't have to worry, it's separate. And that's the way it should be for you too. I hope that clarifies a few things for you. Like I said, I'm not trying to ditch on banks, but it's easy to do because let's face it, they can be quite nasty sometimes, especially when it gets to those penalties. So all I'm saying to you is don't go to a bank when you need a mortgage, go to a mortgage broker because they're going to be unbiased. They're going to expose you to multiple levels of uh, lenders and they're going to represent you, the client, you, the borrower, not the shareholders of the bank. Thanks a lot for tuning in today. I hope that's helpful. Alex, thank you very much. I appreciate, I appreciate the kudos and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at MaximumResults.ca or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email Karen at Karen at MaximumResults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week.